Since March 2007, one online audio production group has pushed the boundaries. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin. It's Sounding Board. Audio drama with lumpy bits. You have been listening to Jake Sampson. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents... My name is Feedback, and these are my stories. Last time on Gaia's Voyages. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. OTR Swagcast. Doctor Who. Starring Mark Kalita as the Doctor. BrokenSea.com. New audio every Thursday. Technology great. Now you can watch movies and TV shows anywhere you want on devices you can hold in your hand, but not on a shuffle. And what if you're driving or just walking down the street? People who are vision impaired always have to try to enjoy visual media without looking at it. Sometimes they get help from something called audio description, which turns this. It's amazing! into this. It's amazing! With a flurry of punches, Joe drives Gilbert across the ring. He keeps connecting, pinning Gilbert in the corner, making a movie into an audiobook. He reads a letter he's writing to a district attorney. Dear sir, my wife and close friend, who is also my physician, are planning to kill me. He was in love with her before I met her. Check out Movies for the Blind. A weekly podcast of great public domain movies from the Internet Archive, and you can enjoy them without looking at a screen. Moviesfortheblind.com. Welcome, one and all. I am glad to see that you have all returned once again and brought more of your fellow simian neighbors to Broken Sea's production of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Before we begin, I must speak with you all, my simian brothers and sisters, of the wisest ape of all, the lawgiver. The lawgiver, he of great wisdom and teacher to us all. What do you know of the chosen Simeon? Allow me to enlighten you. In ancient times there lived the greatest of apes. His way of living was so wise, so subtle, it cannot be directly explained. Instead, here is how he looked. Cautious, as if crossing the ford of a stream in winter, alert as if surrounded by danger, polite as if he were always a guest, yielding like ice that is on the verge of melting, sincere like an uncarved block of wood, receptive like a valley, 
opaque like muddy water. Who can wait quietly for muddy water to slowly settle and become clear? Who can continue to calmly live and so experience nature's constant slow growth? Apes who follow the teachings of the lawgiver do not desire excess to be full. Apes who do not desire excess have unseen energy that constantly invigorates. That, my simian brothers and sisters, is the lawgiver. Taken from the writings of Proteus. And now, beneath the planet of the apes. A wasteland. Total, glaring, absolute. Nothing growing. Nothing moving. Ageless, perpetual silence. Eternal solitude. Only the piercing whine of dry, nameless wind blowing in from a distantly heard sea. Desolation. A universe of nakedness and nil. Utter, supreme, everlasting. Nothing of life. Only the unrelenting, deathly stillness. The infinity of zero. Emptiness. Nothingness. This is the planet where man has lost his supreme position in the scheme of things. could speak, it would tell you of Taylor, the man, the scientist, the misanthrope, the space explorer. The scorching, chilling breath of the wind's passage would carry the terrible tale to the walls of infinity, down the endless corridors of that vast timelessness, which seems to be the core of the land itself. Listen to the wind. This is the truth eternal. Whatever thinks can speak. And whatever speaks can murder. But lawgiver, what is there to murder in this dead place? In this forbidden zone? Listen, young one. Listen and you will learn. There is no answer for the wind. Only its dark tale. Take heed. When the astronaut Taylor came first among you, my simian brothers and sisters, from a voyage in outermost space, he perceived that his ship had passed through a fold in the fourth dimension, which is time. And this Taylor, this talking human from the past, knew he was older than when his journey to the stars had begun. By two thousand years and ten. But lawgiver, how can that be? Man cannot even speak, let alone fly to the heavens. Have patience, my young orangutan protege. 
You are inquisitive, insightful, and have the thirst for knowledge, Xanth. That speaks well of your lineage and of the house of Zaius. But this tale I spin now is not just for you, but for the security of all simian kind. Its truths are to be protected at all costs and kept hidden that the harmony of the simian might continue to thrive for all time. Listen. Listen to the wind. Listen as the wind wails higher and louder, scoring eerily over a dead landscape. Observe as the weird lambent lights suffuse the arid terrain. There is a vast, unearthly brilliance invested in a panorama of nothingness. In the forbidden zone, fear this nothingness. Know and remember it. Learn from it. Listen to the wind. It will speak the truth of times past. Harsh though that barren account may be, this man, this tailor, learned this lesson all too well and didn't like what he heard. Of this man from the stars, I now recount his story is coming to you all. The first days, Taylor did not know the name of the planet on which he had set foot. Where apes, risen to great estate, had acquired the power of tongues and became master of this world. While man, fallen from his zenith to become a beast of the earth, had lost his means of speech, and was dumb. Look around you, Xanth. Look and witness the wind. Feel as it prowls over the monolithic expanse of this desert desolation, this forbidden zone. Take in the isolation. Observe those lights of the unknown in its skies bathing this wasteland with a dull, inflexible glow. Echoes of a fiery nuclear nightmare long ago, when even this world had a moon. But, but, but this place is dead. By your own decree, lawgiver. Forbidden. We, we could have held this lecture in the Great Hall of Caesar. Why have you brought us here? Great one. I... I don't like... I don't like this place. Observant as always, my young Xanth. Perhaps one day you will rise to great estate. Perhaps like that of our revered Caesar. But for now, listen, my young Simeon. Listen to the wind. Experience its power. Feel its tail wash over you all. Now Taylor hated war, and since man had made war upon himself, murdered himself over and over again, ever since his first town was built and burned and bloodied, 
Taylor believed that the race of man was hopeless. So he left it for the stars. But here, marooned on this, he thought, extraterrestrial planet, he found the apes. Specifically, the gorillas were fighting a bestial war with weapons to exterminate the peaceful, defenseless, mute, and dumb man, of which his mate, Nova, sprang. And Taylor believed that here, man was worth saving. Listen, look around you all. You are all the eldest of the line in the house of Zaius. Look you all. Look and take heed. It is your sacred duty, dating back to Caesar. Look around you all. On one side stand sheer cliffs leading into the vast, arid desert of isolation. And on the other, a dead sea, unfit for simian consumption, dead like this dead land. Hearken to the wind. Listen as it steals over the still stagnant, murky waters before you. And the great apes, I judge them not. I only tell this tale as I have heard it from the wind. Were they better, I ask you? Are you? They put Taylor in a cage, as they had once been caged. Know that man is a destroyer. One cannot cage evil. And man, by his own actions, had done evil things. Taylor and his mute female companion Nova, a human specimen of his future, escaped from the city of the apes into the wilderness in which we now stand. This forbidden zone. He found this barren, unfruitful, devoid of all life desert of rock and stone land for the second time. This land Taylor traversed was more than just desert. This land was eternally laid waste by man's vilest war in man's history. Taylor set eyes upon the statue, a statue with spikes, a stone lady gazing out over the limitless, endless acres of sand oblivious to the mean waves of a lifeless sea, lapping at her aged green and copper-lined corroding bosom. A colossus with upstretched arm, bearing aloft a torch that had lost all meaning, all its truth, all its light. A long-dead lady of stone eyes, stone ears, and stone senses, 
whose only companion for an eon had been the wind. But what of this, this statue? Why? Why did it have so much meaning to, to, to this man? This, this tailor? Zan, look around you. The Forbidden Zone. Man's fiery handiwork. Two thousand years ago. And now, one of the Destroyer's children had returned. Returned unknowingly to pay witness to the unholy deeds of his former kinsmen, now ancestors. Taylor. And in this wilderness of death, Taylor set eyes upon the statue. And then this man from the past, this man with his inane gadgetry, this traveler through the fourth dimension, this Taylor. Having reached this pinnacle of metal decay, he slid down from the back of his horse with the savage woman Nova also dismounting, staggered toward the gigantic spikes up thrusting from the cruel sand and blurted out his cry of agony to the unfeeling skies all around them. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's that ahead? Slow down, horse. You see it, Nova? Strange shape for a cliff. Whoa! What in... What in the hell? My God. You maniacs! You blew it up! Oh, damn you! God damn you! Damn you all to Taylor knew he was back on Earth. And Earth defiled and destroyed by the hands of man. Then, falling to his torn knees, he buried his head in his hands. Sobs racked his tall figure. His pregnant mute mate, Nova, watched and listened in dumb incomprehension. The dead landscape remained mute. Taylor, his mind reeling, then stood in the tide of the Dead Sea, beckoned to his Nova, climbed back on their horses, and left, still weeping. Nova, still uncomprehending, and rode deeper into the nightmare forged by his own kind. And of this diabolical knowledge, I now impart to you all. Zan, set this down. This history of man, this blasphemous tale of talking men, 
both from the heavens and from the history's blackest of wells, must be forever hidden away so that it never taints the simian soul. This is the covenant, the sacred duty, the very lifeblood of the house of Zaius. Listen, listen to the wind. Zanth, whatever speaks, can murder. Listen to the wind. The Statue of Liberty could not hear Taylor weeping. Stone has no heart or soul. It does not even hear the wind. Fine. 
I'll turn off the recording and hurl this piece of space debris out of the airlock. Never mind the historical implications or the astral navigational hazard. Oh no you don't. I am not going to live with those ghosts in your memory. Be a dear and turn the damn thing back on. Not like in the mood anymore anyway. Venusia, I... You're lost, lover. I hate these helmets. Venusia. How many seasons did you pay for these things? I got them from the Starport Authority on Omega Alpha Ot 2. Play the damn recording. Yes, dear. listening to the Broken Sea expanded audio adaptation of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Expanded and adapted for audio by Bill Holweg from the scripts by Mort Abrams and Paul Den, based on the world created by Pierre Boulle. This is a work of fan fiction, a celebration of the films and audio for the simians everywhere. I hope you all have enjoyed it and will return to us again soon for the next exciting installment. Good evening. Thank you for listening to episode one of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Yes, it's finally here. Thank goodness, been dying to make this. Starring in tonight's production as the lawgiver, Anne Cornelius, Mark Kalita, Stephen J. Cohen as Zan, Colin Snow as Brent, John Dane as Hercule, Robin Carlisle as Venusia, and Bill Holwig as Taylor. I really want to thank the POTA Yahoo groups for all the help, for the listing, the fan base. James with his Lessons of the Lawgiver, which just added something to this. Rich Henley and the Hasline page. I want to thank Hunter Goatley for his wonderful website with all sorts of ape-related stuff. And all our fans and all the actors that have been in this. And I want to send a special shout out to Glenn Sheets, because he rocks, and Jack Ward and Shannon Hilchy for their support of Planet of the Apes, and for putting them on the Sonic Society. If you haven't listened, check out the Sonic Society. I'd also like to thank Dave Ballard for the interview he did of Broken Sea in our Planet of the Apes production in the Simeon Scrolls, the most awesome Planet of the Apes fanzine on the face of the planet. Thank you again for listening. This has been a Broken Sea Audio Production. www.brokensea.com
My name is Carl Kolschak, former reporter for INS, Chicago's very own independent news service. In all my years of investigative journalism, I've seen some pretty strange things. Today, you'd simply look at them as amusing fodder for the national tabloids. But hear me out when I tell you that they're real. The vampires, androids, ghosts, swamp creatures, monkey men, and even Jack the Ripper. Yes, every last one. Rather than jeopardize my former editor's sanity with such sensational tales, I simply left out the details for public consumption. Oh, I kept the real transcripts. Conveniently tucked away from the curious eye in a file under the innocuous name All Saints Archive. But now, happily retired, I believe I can finally release the full accounts as I actually experience them. Prepare yourself now for one of many cases from the All Saints Archive, or as I call them, the Night Stalker Incidents. Broken Sea on You presents Cold Jack.